Lord, teach us. Be our teacher, Lord, what we need. Speak to our hearts, to our souls, in the way that we can receive. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing tonight. Lord, we're excited about you and what you're doing. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So this is a very short teaching. Um, and it's going to be about faith. How many of you love faith? Love faith. Amen. You know, the word says without faith, it's impossible to please God. So let's go. I, I need my little clicker thingy thing. Didn't even think about that. But so how many of you want to please God? Yes. Did you know he wants to please you? I, this week I was... Uh, I don't know if y'all have little experiences like I do. I have these crazy little experiences, but I was just going about doing my chores or doing something, and I felt the Father kind of like flirting with me. <laughs> That's the only way I can explain it. It's like his presence just showed up, and just like I said, Lord, are you flirting with me? And that's what he wants to do. He wants to, he wants to please you. So we want to please him, amen? So we're going to talk about faith. And Isaiah 54, 2 through 3, it says, Enlarge the place of your tent. You know, when you think about that, enlarging your tent, that could be enlarge your house. It could be enlarge your dreams, enlarge your hopes, enlarge your capacity to believe God. Isn't that something? We want to enlarge the place of our tent. Stretch out your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Do you know what? God can get so excited if you will just not limit him. Don't hold back. He has dreams for you. He has hopes for you. He has plans for you. But often, often, often we just get caught up in our little world and we're holding him back because we're not living by faith. Amen. But it says, stretch out your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. Ooh, when I hear that, strengthen your stakes. Strengthen your, your stakes. What is, what is something that anchors you? The word. The word is an anchor. It holds it, it's a sure foundation. You know, Jesus talked about the foolish man who built his house upon the sand, but then the wise man built his house upon a rock. We want to strengthen our stakes. We want to build our house on a rock, right? A sure foundation because the foolish man won't do the word, but a wise man will do the word. You got to know the word to do the word. Amen. So it says, um, for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dis dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. You know, we are kingdom minded here. We are about kingdom. We're about taking territory. How many of you are excited about taking the, the territory that the enemy has? We can take the territory everywhere we go with the presence of God. We bring 
his presence into situations, into circumstances, and it brings the kingdom of God, which is good. God is good. Did y'all know that? God is good. Amen. So we want to, we want to enlarge our capacity for faith that, you know, there are some of you here that the Lord would love to make you a millionaire. There are some of you here that the Lord would love to just put the gift of healing in your hand so that everywhere you touch, people get healed. There are some of you here that the Lord would love for you to just open your mouth and his presence just hits a room, just changes the atmosphere. There are some of you here that the Lord has his plans and desires are for you are far beyond than what you have asked or thought. We want to enlarge our capacity for faith. I want to enlarge my capacity. I want to enlarge how much I give in my giving. I want to enlarge the tithe. Well, how does that work? If I want to enlarge the tithe, then I've got to enlarge the blessing that's happening in my life. But faith can do that. All I have to do is believe it. Amen? Believe it. And then I can get really excited because the Lord can do every good work. Amen? That's what he wants. He wants to do every good work. How many of us have a desire? You know, I would really love to buy that person a car. But the Lord says, hey, why don't you believe for it? Why don't you believe for it? Step up your faith. Enlarge your capacity, the spirit of faith, 2 Corinthians 4.13. It says, it is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believe, therefore we speak. So if you're, if whatever you're speaking is going to come about, in fact, you have what's coming out your mouth. You either have uh, words that are like a, a, a tonic. They lift, they revive, they, they're, they have life in them, or they're toxic. They destroy. And what, whatever you're experiencing today is the fruit of what you spoke yesterday. Whatever you're experiencing today is the fruit, the outcome of what you spoke yesterday. So many, many times the Lord has so much when we get in his presence and we can just be filled with so much faith, but then we get out in the world and the circumstance hits us and then we speak the wrong things and we cause our angels to be completely unemployed. They just can't operate. They're like, you know, well, that I thought we were on a mission here, but now they said this and we can't do anything. So we have to learn that what we're speaking is what's creating. So we speak and we believe. Amen? Well, the thing you want to speak is the word. When you speak the word, then you got the, the power that is the power behind the spirit of faith. Amen? That's where the creative uh, realm is. Amen? So we, it's written, we believed. Okay, we got to believe. That little girl that we're believing for a complete, total, miraculous healing, we, we want to set it on a calendar of when we're going to have a party and celebrate her full healing, the, the full report. Amen. 
We want to set it on the calendar. How many of you are, let's say, you're believing for a house and you need a house? Well, go ahead and set it on the calendar for your housewoman. Have a party. Get it in your mind. Get it in your faith. Get it in your words. Hey, I'm getting a house. This is a God is good. He's promised me this. He's promised me the land. He's whatever. Put it in action. Amen. The spirit of faith. You got to start speaking it. Hey, I already have it. I have it. We received it. (laughs) Like Dr. Siddiqui received. We received it. Amen. The Okay, so here's about limiting God. There were 10 spies in Numbers 13. You'll find out that God sent out men to spy on the land, the promised land. And this was before Israel had come into the promised land. These 10 spies went out and they, they, uh, they said, the land is good, but they looked at the land. They said, hey, it's really good, but there are these huge giants and we are like little grasshoppers. And they limited God. Now, let me tell you something. God had already given them the land. He'd already promised it. His word went out and spoke the promise. The word was there. But the spies came back and said, yeah, but we looked at this whole thing and we just don't think we can do this. This is too much. You know, and that's what we do. We try to, we we let our reasoning get in. Listen. One moment with God, when we go into worship tonight, enlarge your capacity of faith just to even see Jesus, to have one moment with him, one moment with God, to hear his voice. Let him speak to you his plan, his dreams. Amen? Because it only takes one moment, one moment. And when you hear that word from God, You write it down because it is a sure thing. And you don't let the giants in the land deter you. Amen. You do not let the giants deter you. Caleb, Caleb was ready to take the land, but but these 10 spies in Numbers 14, 22, it said, God said, not one of those who saw my glory and the signs I performed in Egypt. These people had seen miraculous things. They watched the plagues. They watched all of Egypt go de- be totally destroyed in the Dead Sea, uh, the Red Sea, excuse me. So they have watched miraculous things that had never, ever been seen on the earth. But yet they looked at the giants and said, but God, I don't think we can do that. He says, but so they saw my glory. They saw what we did in Egypt. But he said, And in the wilderness, but they disobeyed me and they tested me 10 times. Not one of them will ever see the land I promised an oath to their ancestors. So the promise was there. It was real. It is real. It's in existence. It exists. God spoke it. It's there. It's real. It exists. But they will not see it. But because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land he went to and his descendants will inherit it. Okay, how do you get the promise? By faith, the spirit of faith. 
You've got to have faith to obtain the promise. Amen? Amen. The promise is there. It exists no matter how big, no matter how unbelievable, how incredible, how remarkable, no matter what it is. God has shown you. It's there. It exists. The spirit of faith. Caleb had a spirit of faith. Don't limit God. In Psalm 78, 4, it said, yes, again and again, they tempted God and they limited the Holy One of Israel. Did you know you can limit God? Now, God is, is huge. He's more than we can. He's incredible. He's unexplainable. He's, we can't even fathom how indescribable God is. He's beyond our comprehension, but we can limit him in our life when we don't totally, wholeheartedly believe him. Amen? When we don't wholeheartedly obey him. Amen? We limit God. We limit God. So what do we have to do? We have to repent. Repent. Lord, have mercy. I repent for not wholeheartedly believing. I repent for not wholeheartedly obeying. Amen? And then God comes in with his grace and his mercy. Amen? Oh, Hebrews 3.19. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Unbelief limits God. You know, one time Jesus went about doing good, healing them all through the word many, many times, healing them all. But there was one place that he could do no mighty works because of their unbelief. So they were like, we don't believe in you. We don't believe in anything you're doing. We don't believe in what you're saying. And it wasn't that he was offended. It's just that they could not receive you see, you've got to believe to receive. Amen? You've got to receive to believe. They go hand in hand. Amen? Receive, duh. I believe, duh. Amen? It goes hand in hand. So we don't, we don't want to be in that situation. Many of us have spent our whole life limiting God by being caught up, distracted, with the world, the circumstances, the thorns, the thistles have choked out the word of God from our life. And we have limited God. And now it's the time. Now's the time to turn it around to just listen in one moment. He can completely restore, redeem. Just you might be way back here in your walk. And I mean, in one moment, he can put you right where you should have been all along. And ahead of the game. Amen. In one moment. One moment with God. Tonight, you know, like Carrie said, pursue God. Chase Him. Pursue Him in your worship. One moment of seeing Him. You know, people, I can imagine people coming in here going, well, these people, they worship so long. They just like it goes on and on and on. Hey, listen, if you if that's where you're at, then you have not experienced pursuing God. Because I'm going to tell you something. The neat thing about it is when you pursue him, he double pursues you. I mean, he just goes beyond what, you know, you, you, you pursuing a little bit at a time. He'll just, wham. I mean, he'll come in and really hit you. 
Amen. So he's going to pursue you. So we don't want to limit God. So glory takes the limits off. How big can you believe? How big can you believe? Huh? Think about it. So if you need a healing and you say, Lord, tonight's the night. I'm going to get my healing. I'm going to get my healing in my knees. I'm going to get my healing in my back. Tonight is the night I am going to get it. And you begin to think about that. How's that going to affect you? Well, now that I'm healed, I can run. I can play tennis with Lee. I can, I can jump. I can, I can do all kinds of things. Think about how it's going to affect your life and believe. Amen. Believe for your healing. Believe for how big can you believe? Is it is it a house that you need? Is it is it finances that you need? How big can you believe? How big can you believe? Because I'm going to tell you something. You the bigger you believe, the more you please God, because he's like, look at my baby down there. Can you believe it? They are believing for this. Wow, I am so tickle pink. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of that. Amen. God will do it. God will do it. All you have to do is believe. Don't limit God. Don't limit him. Don't walk away tonight without every prayer that you have ever prayed answered tonight. Amen. Everyone tonight answered Amen. When you know that you've got your answer, when you know your children are saved, when you know it's a done deal, tonight you can hear from the Lord one word. He says, I've done it. It's done. Amen. It is. I am. Amen. Tonight, take the limits off. Go all the way. Total immersion in the word. Proverbs 4.22. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. So tonight, you get your miracle. You hear the word. Now stay in the word. Stay in the word. Don't let, let anything take it away from you. Amen. Don't let the cares, the distraction, you hold on, you anchor on to that word. Amen. In total immersion, strong and courageous. Joshua 1, 5 through 11. Joshua says, it says, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. Oh, isn't that something? How many want to believe that word? I do. (laughs) Amen. You know, like, Nobody can come against you. Nobody can do anything to really harm you. Nobody can set you back. Nobody can. You don't have to be a victim. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hello. Hey, let's take that word. As was with Moses, so I will be with you. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Every time I read those words, I get chills. Because I remember just reading about Joseph. And the word says, and God was with him. And it didn't matter what Joseph went through. Look what God did in a day. In a day. He put him at second highest in all of Egypt. In a day. But God was with him the whole time. 
The whole time when things didn't look so good, when he got thrown into a pit, it was all a setup. God was with him the whole time. Ooh, when I read those words, I get chills. I will be with you. You know, Jesus says that to us. I am with you always. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. You can go to the pit of hell and he will be there. He will be there with an outstretched hand. Amen. Oh, I get excited about that. It says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors. Strong and courageous. You know what? It takes courage to believe God. It takes courage to believe God. Sometimes people might think you're crazy because you can go, oh, no, that's already done. That's, that's, this miracle has happened. And they're looking, hey, you know, I think you need a sedative or you need to, you know, you need to get some, you're, you're a little bit deluded or whatever. No, but when you've heard God and you know in your knower and nobody can take it away from you. You get excited. You start telling everybody. You start talking it. Hey, God says we're going to have that building. Yeah. We're going to have that building. Or, or we're, the Lord's got a promise for me. Hey, it's happened. I know it's real. It doesn't matter if, if, if uh, all hell's breaking loose. It doesn't matter because whatever is going on, it's a setup, a shift, a moving. It may look like a hurricane is hitting, but it's a setup. It's to get everything in position, just like Joseph. He got in, he was made to be put in position. Amen. So it takes courage. It takes courage to speak a healing, to believe a healing. It takes courage. But I'm going to tell you something, when you've heard from the Lord, it's just like uh, when Brenda spoke a word to Teresa, when she's speaking a word, or anybody led by the Spirit is speaking a word, they're hearing it directly from God. They know it's a fact. It's a done deal. It's the truth. Amen? Amen. It takes courage. you got to get over yourself. Get over it. Get over yourself. Get out of the way. Let God be God. Let God be God. Get over yourself. You know, don't get in the way. Let go of your ego. Let go of all that junk and be strong and be courageous. Believe the promise. Believe in God. Amen. Stay focused. So he said, be strong, very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law. He says, do not turn from the right or the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not turn to the right. Do not turn to the left. Stay focused. Stay focused on what God has spoken. That's it. Stay focused on that. Nothing else matters. Everything else is a lie. Everything else is getting you off course. Satan will come with his little fiery darts. You stay focused on the word. 
Stay focused on the promise. Stay focused on the truth. The truth. Amen? So that's it. We got to stay focused. He says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Always on your lips. Speaking the word. That's all that's coming out. Anything that you have to say is in agreement with the word. Nothing else. He says, be careful to do everything written in it. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written. Then you will be prosperous. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. What does that tell you? There's going to be a trial. You're going to have these things come at you that's going to go, I should be afraid. I should be discouraged. Hey, that's, that's there. But the Lord says, stay focused. Straight ahead. This is the promise. And this is the truth. And this is what's going to happen right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Speak it and take it. So Joshua ordered, ordered the officers of the people Go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Hey, get ready. Get ready for the miracle. It's happening. Get ready. Get ready. Get prepared. Plan it on the calendar. Get, have the party. Get ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you. Three days from now. You know, Jesus did a lot in three days. <laughs> three days has got something on it. Amen? All right. Three days. Hey, it can happen tonight. Amen? Everything you, everything you need, everything you've cried out to God for, everything you're praying for, tonight. Whew. Speak it and take it. It says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So you've got to hear the word. You've got to speak the word. Amen. And then faith comes. How many of you feel like the spirit of faith is here? You feel it? It's here. It's exciting, isn't it? Amen. Hear the word, meditate on the word, apply the word, make it yours. Behold God in the word. Whatever the promise is, behold him. Behold God's love for you in the word. Become one with the word. Put the word in your heart. And you become one with the word and the word's one with you. Then anything that's spoken is coming from the heart of God. And it's creative. It's got power on it. It's got a force on it that has to make everything change to line up with that. Amen. Put the word in your heart. It says, act on the word, James 1.22, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. A lot of people know a lot of word and they, they hear a lot of word, but then the trial comes and they don't do the word. Amen. And then they got all this junk going on because they didn't do the word. What's You know, the word says, don't be afraid. Be strong. Be courageous. Hold on to the word. Hold on to love. 
Amen? Hold on to your God. Believe the word. Deuteronomy 39, the Lord your God will make you abound in all the work of your hand, in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock. That means, you know, all your goods. And in the produce of your land for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good as he rejoiced over your fathers. Hey, he wants to have a party. He is having a party. God is having a party in heaven. I was, I went to heaven one time and I saw, I mean, I saw Jesus. I saw heaven. I saw them, uh, the marriage table of the supper of the lamb. And every time they set a bowl, it vibrated to all the way down to earth. I watched my husband have a reaction. He didn't know it, but it was happening in heaven. And it caused him to have a reaction here. I was watching all of that at one time. Amen. And Jesus, do you know he is so happy? He is happy. Jesus is happy. You know, we can grieve the Holy Spirit. We can grieve the Holy Spirit because of our lack of faith, because of what's coming out of our mouth or our sin. We can grieve the Holy Spirit. We can offend our angels to where they're like, Psh, getting out of here. This person is speaking all kinds of junk. I'm, I'm, I'm unemployed. I got to go. <laughs> I need another mission. We can offend our angels. We can grieve the Holy Spirit, but Jesus is happy. Because he's praying for you. He's interceding for you. He's speaking the word. He is speaking the promise. He's, he is happy. He is full of faith. He is the author. He is the finisher of our faith. Amen. Jesus is happy. Amen. Amen. One moment looking into his eyes. One moment of his love. One more moment of his smile can change everything. Tonight when you go into worship, go after him. Chase him. Chase him. The Lord will show you him. Believe his word. Believe his promise. Everything good is yours. Believe it. We are believers. It says, but my righteousness, well, but my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back but see, that's what I mean. God loves it when you believe big. God loves it when you believe big. Don't shrink back. Don't fall into the trial. Don't look at the circumstances. Don't look at the giants. He loves it. He gets a pleasure out of it. He's like, yes, there goes my boy. Look at him believe. There goes my girl. Amen. God gets excited over you. Amen. So the just, the righteous live by faith. That's how we live. We don't live by trusting anything else. We don't live by trusting our money. We don't live by trusting investments. We don't live by trusting people. We live by trusting God. Amen. That's how we live. We don't, we don't live by trying to figure it all out ourselves or work this or manipulate. No, we live. By trusting God. Amen. He says he takes no pleasure in one who shrinks back. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. Hey, what group are you in? Faith and our faith. <laughs> <laughs> You're either going to be on one 
or the other. You make up your mind tonight. You're either going to be one who lives by faith, who, who pleases the Lord with your faith, or you're going to be the one, be in the group that shrinks back and they don't live by faith. They live by circumstances and they are destroyed. They are destroyed. We live by faith. Amen? Okay. So we are believers. So the God kind of faith in Mark eleven twenty two through 24, have faith in God, Jesus answered, truly. Hey, now if the Lord said truly, he's saying, hey, this, get a hold of this. This is the truth. This is truth. Everything he spoke was truth, but he's trying to say, hey, hey, listen, get it. He's saying, truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart. The heart is, is where the monitor is, the monitor of faith in the heart. He says, does not doubt in their heart, but believes what they say will happen. Woo! How many of you are like that where you believe what you say will happen? Because if you are like that, you are going to be very careful about what you say. You know, one time somebody prophesied uh, over Jean as an apostle. They said, everything you say will come to pass. So sometimes, you know, I have to say, be careful what you're saying. Amen? All right, we're believers, and what we say, if you get a hold of that and you begin, you know what? I, the Lord showed me this one time. He said that people have, were stumbled in their faith because of, of the little things that they say, that it caused them to stumble because they think they can say something flippantly or they can say something, you know, like, uh, I, I can't even think of an example, but, you know, like, a, well, you know, um, I, I can't even think of an example, but they say something flippantly or they think it has no effect. And because of that right there, they don't walk in this. So what, we have to be careful what we're saying, because when you get a hold of that, then you get very careful about you, what you say. And you realize faith is coming. And as you speak, it's going to happen. As you speak, this is happening. That's happening. Amen? So the little flippant things uh, that we say coming out of our mouth, the Lord says we'll be held accountable for every idle word. Every idle word. Idle words. Idle words. What is that? That are words that don't line up with the word of God. Don't line up with God's heart and his character and his motives and his plan. If we have words coming out of us that are, uh, you know, well, I'm just so dumb, I can't ever get this. We have just cursed ourselves. That is an idle word. It has no power on it. It has, it has death. It has no life. So we have to be, we have to train ourselves and how to speak 
and have the God kind of faith. He says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So if you want to, be, if you are believing to be debt free, believe you've received it even tonight. Just receive it. Amen. And even tonight, you are debt free. Amen. Believe it and receive it tonight. The God kind of faith. Settle it tonight. Settle it. Oop, that was it. Okay. I guess that's it. I thought I had another screen or two. All right. So tonight, what we want to do when we go into worship, you want to press in and have a God experience with the Holy Spirit and God the Father and the Son. Amen? Because it only takes one moment. And if you hear him say, your debts are gone, you can start leaping for joy. You can run to the bank. If you hear him say, you know, your back is healed, your neck is healed, your knees are healed, whatever it is, you can go, this is now. It is, I receive it, this is now. Amen? Tonight's a glory night. Tonight's a night for miracles. If you need new organs, no matter what it is, if you need a new uh, body part, God can do it. Tonight is a night. Let's believe big. Don't hold back. Don't limit God. Amen? No limits. All limits off at the door. Limits are gone. This is a place where anything can happen. Anything can happen now. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen.